Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast. I'm Andretta. And I'm Akila, And we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about? Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today. So we can take control of our health. We give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health, mental wellness, and nutrition for brown women all over the world. Once you know what choices you have, you can do better because we know the struggle is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hey, 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 brown babes. Hello, hey, hello, hello. Hi, Andretta. How are you today? I am good. How are you? I am fantastic. The sun is shining. The snow it's is melting. So beautiful outside. It's absolutely, we're just, and look, we're above 40 degrees. When we get above 40 in Chicagoland area, it's like summertime. It's currently 68 degrees and How sunny. Wonderful. How wonderful for you, Texans. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's tell the audience what this episode is all about. So today, guys, we're going to talk about budget-friendly self-care tips and how to eat healthy on a budget. Everything today is all about how you can be healthier and still keep your coins. Yes, we're going to, because there is a way to do that. I know a lot of people think that they have to spend a lot of money uh, to eat healthy. So we're going to bust that myth today. Yes, we are. First things first. Go ahead. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, Let's do hot topics. Oh, boy. Are you ready for this one? We should put Okay, listen, I don't want nobody... We should put one of those. Yeah, let's do that. The hot topics. Okay. This week, hot topic. Now, this was a hot one. I know, right? To mask or not to mask? That is the that subject. That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kila, you know, to, your, so your recently, state started this. Yes. Yeah, so recently, um, the good old state of te- Texas is different. Shout out to all of our Texas listeners. Um, I'm learning that Texas is just, it's its own country. And so the governor here said, you know what? What pand- what pandemic, what panorama, what Panasonic? We're not in that. Uh, we're done with that. And we're done with Corona. So no more masks. Um, and also everything is open 100%. Texans, feel free to roam about your life and do what you need to do. We've gotten mixed reactions because half <laughs> of Texas is like, what? Absolutely not. You're you're an idiot, Abbott. That's the name of the governor. Um, and then the other half is like, yeah, Texas strong. We don't need those. And it's it's been a very interesting watch. Um, this is the first weekend without the mask mandate. I mean, let's be honest now. Texas never cared about Corona, <laughs> number one, or right, wearing a mask. Be careful now. You got a lot of Texans number listening. <laughs> they, look, no, they know that is true. Like, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, keep it a buck. You didn't care. So the mask thing was one of those things where now you just give people a right to not wear a mask, but they weren't wearing masks. So um, I, I am still wearing my mask. I don't care. <laughs> I was going to ask I you. Went, that was my next question. Oh, did you no, decide to keep your game. mask on? Yes. Yeah, so well, let me night. tell you this. You did? 
I did. And what and, happened? And I was outside. And even outside, I still kept my mask on. I actually did go into an enclosed space. And I kept my mask on up until it was time for me to eat or take a drink. Um, I'm Were you the only that. person in there with a mask on? No. No, believe it or not, there were a few people out there uh, with masks on because it's 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 a stupid it's a stupid thing to do. But what are you doing? What well, do you the think? CDC released a study suggesting that people should now be wearing two masks instead of one. <laughs> so, I mean, they suggested that the masks need to fit more snugly because you know you see people with masks on; they have them on all all kind of way, upside down, inside out, on their chin, on their ear, on their head, <laughs> on their forehead. <laughs> but federally, you know masking Mas- yes. Well, masks are annoying. So I get how that can end up happening. Um, Especially like, okay, so I find myself, right? When I'm in the car, I wear my mask when I'm going outside of my uh, apartment and going into my building, going downstairs, doing the whole thing. And you just want to respect your people around you. Sometimes you think you can get away with it. And then as soon as you get on the elevator, boom, there's like five or eight people. And I think they thought the same thing. So some have masks, some don't. But then if you wear your mask, you get into the car and you know you're about to make a quick stop and you're about to get out. It's like, I don't feel like putting my mask on and off. So what do you do? You put it down to the chin. What do you <laughs> that's, do? That's the, that's the new uh, fashion ear. on the chin. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. I see how it happens. I'm not judging. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> <laughs> the mass the mass debate is going to be going on for a while. I think the thing about mass that just irks me uh, is when you meet a person for the first time and they have on a mask and you don't know what they look like, and especially when what I do, my my full time job is real estate. So sometimes we have to meet these people with masks on before we when we first meet them for the first time, and I'm like. I, I can't tell their expressions. There was a time when I was walking through a house with them. I could look at their faces and see whether or not they liked something. Now I have to read people's eyes. <laughs> so, you know, it gets to be a little annoying, but and uh, it, it has created uh, quite a culture, the mask wearing has. Well, because here's the other dilemma I have. Mm-hmm. I have, I wear glasses. Oh. So my mask is going to fog up. Mine does too. Okay. Mine does <laughs> so, too. So you're out there with your mask on and all of a sudden you see fog and you're like, okay. So I found a way though to prevent that. Two things. I found out the reason that the mask fog up is because there's air seeping over the mask. So the mask mm-hmm. is not fitting correctly. You know, most of them have that little metal piece in it where you're supposed to tighten it around your nose. The average person does not use that little piece inside the mask. They don't even know it's there, but it's there to tighten around your nose. And so if you have it on correctly, your glasses may not fog up. But the other thing I started doing was taking a Kleenex tissue and putting it in my mask. And that also helped my glasses from fogging up. So just a That's little a hack for all you glass wearing That's people a good out tip. there. Well, you know, uh, the CDC released a study that says um, wearing two masks instead of one is now the thing to do. Um, And that if you're going to wear two, the fit basically has to be snug. And I don't necessarily, I don't really agree. I think that, see, this this is the problem that I have, right? How is it that a whole year later you tell people to wear two masks now? We should have been doing that 
about eight months ago. If that if if that's the if that's the true T. You know what I mean? Well, you also gotta remember when he first started, this whole thing started, there were so many different remember they told us if you didn't have on an N95 mask, you would just you were just in the pits. You just mm-hmm. wasn't going to work. And then they found there were no N95 masks. Remember, they couldn't even find any. The healthcare workers didn't even have N95 masks. But they said that those masks were designed to prevent the spread of disease. Then they found out it was not designed. So it's so much conflict and information, and the internet just have you all over the place. <laughs> you know, uh, it'll yeah. have you thinking. That you know, but but that N95 mask has a, a valve in it, so it's it allows the uh, unfiltered air to escape, so it kind of makes it useless in preventing the wearer of the mask from spreading virus to others. And then they had those surgical masks. Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly believe that outside of like um, essential care workers, like mm-hmm. nurses and all that, we've never truly had our hands on N95 masks. I don't believe that we really had the real deal Holyfield. I think they churned out versions of it, but I just don't. I just don't believe that. Well, um, you're you're right because they start selling them at the gas stations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you and start so, seeing that, and, and, and it was suspect because it was always in a different language. Right, and so when you start to tell me that you have to wear two masks. It's it's just like, where are we getting this data from? And that kind of data should have been released, in my opinion, eight months ago. So to me, the bottom line is uh, wear the mask and make sure that you're wearing it appropriately. And let's just cut out all this extra type of stuff. And if you're not feeling comfortable with that, all you have to do is stay home. All right. With that, we will take a sponsorship break and we'll be back with our first tip, how to take care of yourself on a budget. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching, have pain in unexplained places? At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. There are 10 wildcrafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well Anti-Inflammation Tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15. Okay, we're back. All right. We're going to talk about um, how to take care of yourself on a budget. This is a hot topic, too, because, hey, you know, we all got fatigue. Um, We got pandemic fatigue. So we need to have ways to take care of ourselves. You know, uh, everybody's not like the Texans. Some of us are still (laughs) locked up. (laughs) Some of us are still locked up in Texas. Yeah, well, we, 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 you know, most of the country is still locked up. They haven't, although it is starting to open, and we're going to talk about that later on, but let's stick to uh, what we, our subject is today. So budget-friendly self-care tips. So these are some ways where you can take care of yourself free of charge. The first one being a combination, um, prayer, if you pray meditation, if you meditate, and breathing, if you're alive. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, that sounds so simple, but let's kind of break it down for a second. Uh, Meditation is one of my religions. You probably know that. (laughs) I I have, when I learned and found, when I found uh, meditation, I thought it made such a difference in my life because 
just spending five little minutes uh, in the morning meditating and then you're breathing also at the same time because you're breathing different from just a regular breath that you're doing. You're taking those deep uh, uh, alkaline breaths. Uh, believe it or not, you can alkaline your body through breathing. And so you're meditating at the same time and it actually calms me down during the day. Uh, I have a very hectic life. So, and then of course, at the end, I add a little prayer to it. You know, I like to read my Bible. So those three things together to me are, that's a great self uh, care free. It's free by the way. It really (laughs) is. And I was listening to another podcast and um, her topic was, are you living or are you living to brace for impact? Um, And in that podcast, it was a really good, it was just her talking and she was talking about how she went to go to a holistic practitioner. And the first thing the holistic practitioner said to her was, honey, I need you to learn how to breathe. Like you're constantly holding your breath. You're like waiting for something to happen. And she never realized that she was walking around with this tight shortness of breath and holding it in her chest um, all day long due to stress, anxiety, all these other kind of things. And the practitioner was like, listen, when you find yourself uh, over anxious, when you find yourself deep in your head, when you find yourself doing things absentmindedly or freaking out, it's, it's harder than it sounds, but you have to remember to breathe. Um, and by that, it's just basically taking a deep breath or just expelling air out and letting it back in. Just remember to breathe. We are constantly, we've talked about this before, but it bears reminding. We're constantly holding our breath a lot just throughout the day. So while you meditate, it's it's helping you to breathe as well. You'd be surprised how many women are, how many people are walking Mm -hmm. around holding their breath. It's it's surprising. Uh, They do it unconsciously, not realizing that they're doing it. So I think that's something you have to remember to just breathe. Um, the next yep. one is be kind to yourself. Ooh. Yes. Now, this is a good one That's because <laughs> those overthinkers out there, and I think uh, there are a lot of them out there. Keila, you say you're an overthinker, right? Uh, I'm reformed. I <laughs> She's a reformed as overthinker. As much as I used to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't overthink as much as I used to. I still have my moments, though, but... I'm reformed. Those, uh, you know, because being kind to yourself, we have a tendency to be very critical of ourselves Mm -hmm. and don't Mm -hmm. give ourselves Mm -hmm. enough credit. And uh, this creates stress, unnecessary stress. It creates so much stress that it it also is a form of anxiety because what happens is that uh, when you're critical on yourself, you're more critical on others as well. And you're typically critical on others because you're so critical on yourself. It's, it's, it's just a never ending cycle. Right. And so one of the things that I've done and I'll encourage anybody that's listening who is very hard on themselves is when you find yourself in a, one of those spirals where you're just beating yourself up is to literally say to yourself in your head, out loud, however you choose to do it, girl, you're going to be okay. Like literally <laughs> you have to talk to yourself in that manner. Like give yourself some grace. Like I say these things to myself when I find myself um, doing the most in my head. And honestly, it's been working. I don't overthink nearly as much as I used to. I was notorious, notorious for not being kind to myself. But child, ain't nobody got time for that. If, if I treat myself better, I'll treat others better. And, it, and, it's, and it's true. And the world will treat you better as well because mm-hmm. you know you are... Uh, you definitely, um, you, you bring into your world what you think. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, let's go to another one. My favorite is a massage. It's such an underrated thing. It it sounds, and people, a lot of people, when they think of massages, they think that they're going to strip off their clothes, go into a room, and somebody is going to violate them. They, uh, you know, people, some, you still got people out there thinking that, you know, massages are, are, are just for play, but they are actually one of the best ways to get your lymphatic system flowing, uh, relaxation. lymphatic system, for those who don't know? A lymphatic system is your blood that circulates through your body. We want to keep it flowing into your limbs. So sometimes the blood gets clogged up and that's what creates inflammation. So the lymphatic system is just a flowing circulation of your blood. You want it to always flow very freely through your veins. Your body is made up of blood and cells. So um, you want those monthly massages if you can. And you can get them really cheap too. They always got coupons. You can't get any massages right now though. I mean, maybe in the state of Texas, but... (laughs) That's not true. They're coming to your house. They're wearing masks. I well, see them, but I, they, I still see people uh, advertising massages, you know. But now here's the other tip. If you got a partner, how about the free massage from your partner? Well, that that's 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 tricky because everybody don't know how to. <laughs> and then sometimes partners don't know how to yeah, massage. But... Don't know how to, everybody doesn't have that touch, you know. Yeah. You mess around and, and have a worse back. Then you you started out it. <laughs> well, look, I, I still I still love massages. I haven't I had one in a while because of the pandemic, but trust me, that is back on my list. And you can get them really cheap sometimes. I've seen those thirty. You know, remember you used to walk through the mall and you could get them in those chairs and mm-hmm. uh, just sitting down in those massage chairs where they massage your neck for like ten minutes. I mean, That's it could be ten one. minutes. So we got you. Uh, well. Uh, your husband got you a massage chair that you well, it's not really a chair. It's like a piece that you can put on a chair. I Let me tell y'all that. that thing. He did good on that because yes. if you can't go and have somebody actually like apply pressure and do massages, invest in a chair massage thingamajig. Just look that up. Thingamajig <laughs> massage chair. <laughs> it, it is it cool too. Set you off. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. I need to get one myself. Yeah, mine actually heats up and everything. So you know, you sit in it and it asks you what kind of massage do you want. Mm-hmm. So it'll change. Uh, it'll change systems on you while you're getting your massage. So if you want. Heart pressure, soft pressure, acupuncture pressure. You need I one. Mean, you need yeah, to get one. Y'all Especially did good. if you sit down in your chair and you're working all day and you don't move a lot, you, you need to get one. So the next one is something that Andretta... So it's something <laughs> it that I've grown up one. seeing my entire life. And honestly, I didn't... I wasn't never really this girl. I was more on the opposite side. But I did enjoy what we're about to talk about. But Andretta takes it to a whole nother level. <laughs> um, the next one is bubble baths. But it's not just a bubble bath. It's bubble baths with essential oils. It's with... Epsom you know what, Andretta? Salt. Go ahead and let them know, you know your you whole... Know I love my bubble bath. Listen, I can't even go to sleep without a bubble bath. I started, my mother started the bubble bath thing. She did. Okay. And so she passed it on to me. And, you know, of course it requires cleaning out the tub every night. And this is the part that a lot of people say they just don't want to do. You know, they say, I don't feel like cleaning that tub. Well, you know, 
that's just one little byproduct, you know, especially if you use it and you're not sharing the tub. Now, here's the other key, not sharing mm-hmm. the tub. Uh, if you got mm-hmm. your own tub and nobody else gets in it, now this is when it's, and it, trust me, when I, uh, we were remodeling our house, one of the requirements was I wanted a huge tub and I didn't want anybody to get in it, including my husband. <laughs> <laughs> he had to have a separate shower and I wanted this tub all to myself because at the end of the day, it is the way I relieve all my stress. I run essential oils in my, bu- by the way, you got to be careful too with the type of uh, bubble bath stuff you use too, because a lot of it is toxic. And you know what I use, right? For my bubbles, Honest. Mm-hmm. I use the baby. I use the one for the babies. Honest by Honest. I think it's Honest, right? Bubble bath. Yeah, I the honest love. Company. Yeah. Yeah. The Honest Company. I use the baby bubble bath, the one that they give on babies. And I know the ingredients are pure. And then once my bubbles are in there, I put a cup of Epsom salt and I use a cup of baking soda. And here's the baking soda trick. Y'all know baking soda is good for a lot of stuff. But what it does, it allows the Epsom salt to absorb into my body more. And what is Epsom salt? Magnesium. That's your magnesium. And everybody needs magnesium in their body. So uh, then I... Magnesium. Magnesium. Okay, let me say it the correct way. <laughs> I, I, I love the way you pronounce stuff. It's, <laughs> it tickles me. Magnesium. This is my, this is my, she's always, she loves testing my little Southern ways of saying stuff, but that's okay. I'll let you go on that one. That's funny. And then the last thing I do is essential oils. So I use our eucalyptus. Does I say that right, Keila? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I put a little lavender and chamomile in my uh, water. And my also my other little trick is because our water is so hard it, mm-hmm. up where I live, we use uh, baby oil. So, so you, um, so you've inspired me. Um, I used to always say, "Oh, I want to take," it. but I'm a shower girl. That's just it's just what I do, right? But now that I moved into this really nice place, and I have a really nice, like a really nice deep tub that I. I didn't really ask for, but I got, and it just inspires you to want to take a bath. So uh, it's funny, learn behavior and you get things from your parents because I find myself going down the aisles and picking up honest bubble bath and uh, Epsom salts and baby oil. And I do the whole thing (laughs) and I do it unconsciously. And it's just like, (laughs) wow. And honestly speaking, it is one of the best things you can do to relax. If you take it a step further, and get a glass of wine or a cocktail, if you please. Light your um, candles. Light a candle or two. Uh, and read a book. Or just mm-hmm. sit there and listen to me. I like to or read a book while I I'm like to there. read a book as well. And honestly, I got that from you, but I also got that from Jenny, uh, my grandmother. Because it really does. It really does. Like, it really, 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 really does work. So and try that. that is not a lot of money either. It's, Let's it's go to another not. one. Uh, get out for a walk and get some sunshine. Take in nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's free, right? Not only is it free, listen, I'm about to get hippy-dippy. Research suggests and shows that walking outside in nature really does increase your dopamine and your endorphin levels. Um, it's something about nature. I mean, it's earth. Think about what God gave us, which is all of this dirt, greenery, sun, air, breeze, 
it's for a reason. And if we take it all in, like connect to that, you will feel yourself feeling so much better. When I used to live um, in Hyde Park in Chicago, I lived right off the lake. And when I had a bike, I would bike. But nine times out of 10, I would just take go myself for a walk. I would literally walk from my apartment down to the lakefront and there was a trail and just walk it. And it just made me feel so much better. I took it a step further because that's what I do. And I would take my shoes off and the grass, just connecting with the earth. It's called grounding. Grounding. You will literally feel better. And you won't even realize that your mood or your vibe changed. It just will change. Y'all should do that. That's free. It's free 99. <laughs> the last one is uh, we're going to do is called Take Up a Hobby. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my hobby, I've tried this before. I'm going to try it again this summer, is gardening. It takes a lot of work, though. Yes, I, it I, does. I, so what I do, <laughs> I just need like two pots. <laughs> I just take me two pots and start with two and try to keep them alive through summer. <laughs> I'm going to try to grow some kale this time because I, I use kale in my salads. And um, I'm going to try to grow, everybody grow tomatoes and I, I can't even, tomatoes are a nice shade. So I have uh, an autoimmune, so I can't even use tomatoes, right? So, but I am going to do kale. I haven't decided what my second pot is going to be, but I'm going to see if I, if I can make those two babies grow and I can eat them, then next summer I'll expand to four and I'll keep expanding because I'm going to tell you who's a master gardener, my father. My father mm-hmm. is in Montgomery, Alabama. And he gets out into his yard. He grows collard greens, okra, uh, tomatoes, peppers. He grows, mm-hmm. you could go to his house, go out in his backyard and literally pick your salad. And I mean, mm-hmm. of course, he's in Alabama where the weather is warmer, at least 80 or 90% of the year. So he has an advantage there. But he, but going outside and just putting your hand in that dirt, it just does something. I mean, I, I I admire people who can do that kind of stuff. I think that um, like gardening, because that you have to have like a green thumb or develop a green thumb. But I will encourage people who have no desires to do gardening to create or come up with a hobby that's outside of your work. See, okay, so another thing I've been reading and researching, right? A lot of times, especially since 20, what is it? What is this? 2021? Lord have mercy. Since yes, 2020. Yes, 2021. Oh, okay. It feels like 2020. But at the beginning of 2020, right? The pandemic, all that good stuff. And a lot of us started to reflect. We had no choice but to reflect on our lives and things of that nature, right? A lot of times we identify our self-worth with our jobs, with what we do for other people for how we make money. Like we identify those things a lot with identity of self. And really you are not what you do. You just are who you are without any kind of paycheck, without any kind of hustle. That all is just around you. And that's things that make you money that you may enjoy doing, but that's not your identity. And so by creating and getting hobbies, you actually start to stretch who you are and you identify yourself away from how much money you make. So for instance, um, I really want to learn. I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano and I'm going to learn how to play the piano one of these days. I cannot say it's going to be this year because realistically speaking, I have a lot on my plate, but 
it is on my bucket list that I want to learn how to piano. I want to learn how to skate. And I'm talking like that good old, good, 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 good skating. Backwards, forwards. Just oh, you talking about, oh, you talking that. about going to the skating rink where I'm we, uh, we, we be popping with the music. And... I want all of that. Oh. But that. But that, if I do this now, right, I'm not going to make any money from that. I don't want to make any. It's just something that I want to do to enjoy my being. So, we 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 encourage you to take up a hobby, even if it's knitting. If it's it doesn't matter what it is. If it interests you, do it because that attaches itself to your identity, and you detach from your imposed identity, which is always got to make money, always got to hustle, always got to. That's not who you are. So I just wanted to. All right, with that, let's take another sponsorship sponsorship break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about how to eat healthy on a budget. Do you want to bulletproof your immune system to fight viruses during cold and flu season? A cup of Be Well Immunity can keep the doctor away and keep that immune system at optimal levels. There are eight wild-crafted, organic, hand-picked herbs that will do just that. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off your next purchase using code WELLHONEST15. Okay, we're back. All right, so this is a favorite uh, topic that a lot of people ask, and we get this question a lot in our health, uh, in our Facebook group about eating on a budget. You know, they want to eat organic food, and there's a myth out there that organic food is very expensive. And uh, so, you know, eating on a budget is kind of, you know, what you want to do. I mean, money is a big source of stress for a lot of people. And it's Mm -hmm. no secret that stress has a negative impact on your health. Mm -hmm. So uh, while we can't help you with your finances, we can give you tips on how to eat healthy on a tight budget, which can help you save money and feel your best. So let's get started, Keela. What do you think? uh, Give us some ideas. So the first idea is to plan your meals out. And I'm not talking about food prep and meal prep like you see on the interwebs all the time. I'm just simply thinking, I'm just simply, excuse me, talking about thinking ahead of like, okay, what do I possibly want to eat this week? Because if you have an idea in mind, number one, it keeps you on track. And then on top of that, you can go in with a plan so that you can actually pick the best foods to eat rather than just throwing random stuff in your cart. And the next thing you know, you have a lot of junk processed food and um, nothing good for you. So I'll give you a prime example. I actually, I was tired of chicken for the longest, so I haven't been eating it in a while. Um, But I just randomly got like a craving for chicken. I know I don't have time to really be cooking like that. So what I did was I went to my local Sprouts and I got, they roast chickens and they're organic. Um, and I bought one. And so all I have to do is cut it up. And, you know, I add my razzle dazzle because, you know, those, those roasted chickens don't have no type of seasoning on it. So I'll razzle it, dazzle it. Um, and I'll make my side, which is most likely all the time vegetables of some sort. And it's always frozen. I buy fresh, like fresh mushrooms. I'll buy fresh, like, uh, kale or spinach and all that, but everything else is frozen. Why? Because again, I'm all about time saving. So I'll get the chicken, razzle-dazzle it, create my 10 minutes top side, and I'm done. So that's what I mean by planning simple and easy meals that will get you to your goal of eating better. Also, when you plan, 
you can actually invest more. I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it's true. Because if I say, you know what, I want steak, right? Um, I'm going to go and I know I'm going to get the best steak, the best bang for my buck versus I just need to grocery shop. I just need food and I'm just going to start throwing stuff in there. When you think about it, you actually will make better decisions towards what you're eating. Well, here's the other thing about planning. A lot of times you go to the grocery store and you buy something you already got at home because you didn't plan. Mm -hmm. You walk down the aisle and you see it and you don't realize it because you didn't look in your refrigerator or in your cabinet because sometimes foods be hidden in the back that you don't Mm -hmm. use and you'll find yourself buying it again. But if you're planning, you start looking for those foods before you get to the grocery store and you don't buy them a second time. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the advantages of planning, you know, your what you're going to eat. Plus, if you plan ahead, you don't find yourself overeating or eating foods that are not good for you because you have already mm-hmm. decided what you're going to eat for the week. So that that is a big advantage to planning your meals, at least on Sunday. I like to start on Sundays. On Sundays, I start planning what I'm going to eat for the week. And um, and then that way, when I get ready to grocery shop, I know what I'm going to buy. Now, here's another one is buying generic brands. And I'm going to tell you who's good for buying generic brands. Now, <clears throat> that is shopping online. I don't know how many of you, what I have discovered is that there are a lot of places you can shop online and get things cheaper. One of my favorites is Thrive Market. Uh, Thrive Market has their own brand. Thrive Market, and we'll put the link in the show notes. And we've talked about Thrive Market before, but Thrive Market is like Costco's and Sam's Club or the health food stores. So it's a membership that you pay for each year, but I save at least $40 to $50 uh, by buying their brand. And I found that their brand is just as good as the brands that they're selling. They sell all brands. Mm -hmm. So uh, thrivemarket.com, you can go there. And of course, you can't buy your produce there, but you can buy uh, your seasonings. They carry uh, all of your canned goods. Uh, they carry they carry unique things that you never think of buying. And let me say something <laughs> uh, about they, that with the canned goods. One thing I like about Thrive Market is their ethic... Eth- I can never say this where I sound like you. Not enjoy, you. Right? Uh-huh. Ethically, not you. I'm going to mess with you. Ethically uh, sourced. sourced canned goods. What does that mean? That means that the cans that they use is the qu- the quality of can that they use. And that make- makes a difference. Because think about it. And also the the um, stabilizers that they use matter. Because well, yeah, they're not giving can, you anything. Yeah, Right. If something is in a can, you have to stabilize that to last a long time. And nine times out of 20, 20 times out of 100, right? You're going to get canned goods that are just full of stabilizers that are harmful. Toxic. And also and toxic. And yeah. also, um, the food that they're putting in cans are probably not of quality either. So I appreciate a company that says, look, we know that, so we're going to make this better for you. Yeah, I like to go there and buy the oils too. They have um, olive oil, avocado oil, geese, uh, all of that. They got, And then they have it broken down by, if you eat like a ketogenic diet, they have it broken down by keto. Uh, if you're a paleo person, they have it broken down paleo. 
they have it broken down by if you're a vegan or whatever it is that you lifestyle that you choose, you can shop on thrivemarket.com. So we're going to put that link because I think we have some type of discount or code that we can give them that will yes. uh, give the audience a break. So you get 30% um, so off that's one thing. Membership. Yeah, yeah, you will. So we're going to put that link in our show notes. The other thing is to shop for produce that is in season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a funny one because I used to didn't even know produce was in season because what? They sold the same produce all year Mm -hmm. round, right? I mean, all year round. Yes, that's the right market. And so you go get your produce uh, locally. Uh, I love going to the farmer's market. That's my favorite place to go is to the farmer's market. Yeah, I love a good farmer's market. Produce. Yeah, because if you... And so, and listen, um, don't be... You don't know what's in season. Sometimes uh, they buy it frozen. So what they do now, you can buy those same foods in season frozen. And they are just as good because they are frozen at the time that they were picked. So they keep all the flavors and the nutrients in it. So if you know you're the kind of person that's going to buy the produce and it's going to spoil in your refrigerator because you didn't plan ahead, <laughs> buy it frozen. Me. I mean, that that's an alternative. Me. Yeah. 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 So so we've, I mean, so everything is in seasons. You know, fruits and vegetables that are currently in season, they contain higher densities of nutrients, uh, which means it's healthier than fruits and vegetables bought in other areas. And it's usually less expensive. So when you go to the farmer's market, you can buy it less expensive. I mean, uh, they rely on produce that is currently in season. So like strawberries, for example. Strawberries don't grow all year round. Yeah. But you can buy them all year round. Yeah. But they don't grow all year round. I'm a, but if you go to the farmer's market and you get them fresh, those strawberries, were just, just, they just came out the ground. Yeah, I'm a big proponent in buying in season. And also, I'm a big, big advocate of buying frozen vegetables and fruit um, again. And also, listen, food waste is a real thing. I used to be notorious for wasting food. I'm talking, it's 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 it used to be really bad, y'all. I, when I moved, I looked at my refrigerator. That was the last thing that I did in my freezer. And I couldn't believe I had all that food that was just in there that was just wasting away. And I'm thinking to myself, like, girl... So I made a conscious decision to not waste food. So by planning ahead, I don't rebuy the same things. It forces me to use what I have in conjunction with what else I'm getting. And it's actually fun. If you if you challenge yourself to do it that way, you come up with different meals and ideas and you don't get bored. So very, very good. So those are our tips uh for buying. Yes, yes. Uh, that's right. Buy, you can actually buy groceries inexpensively. So don't be afraid of those generic brands either. Sometimes those generic brands are the same brands the that same you're shopping thing, that are sitting right next to. You'd be shocked. <laughs> Aldi's is good for that. Those generic brands. Yes. Um, Aldi's has organic food too. Uh, on You can go and get produce at Aldi's now and it's all it's organic. Cheaper. So I used... Yeah, it's so much cheaper. I used to stay away from Aldi's until I... Went in one one day and I was shocked and I was like, oh, because you know you got to bag your own groceries, you know. And I, I just, just don't, and wait that. a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Shout out to Aldi's. They were the first ones to start charging you for bags. They were the first ones to charge you for a, a daggone cart. Like they used to get me. I have to put twenty five cent in just to get a cart. Like <laughs> Aldi's is a trip, <laughs> but they honestly do. Ha- and 
Don't sleep on Trader Joe's. I think I think a lot of people shop at Trader Joe's. Oh yeah, I forgot about but Trader listen, Joe's. Yeah, listen to me. They, the quality of the things that they sell, like direct to, from them, is just as good. It's just as good. Oh yeah, there's. You know what? There are some jewels in Trader it Joe's. Really is. Uh, you go in there, and, and you really got to pay attention too when you're in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to turn those ingredients over. And here's my philosophy for shopping: if it's an ingredient on the package that you can a word you can't recognize, don't buy it. Yeah, you know, especially you if it's clean, the first word. Yeah, you want clean ingredients, words that you can pronounce. Those yeah. are the words that you, when you buy something in a bag or a box or a can, uh, and you want a whole food, just read your ingredients. Uh, a lot of people just don't do that. All right, well, those are our tips uh, for that. Let's do one more. Let's break. do what are we going to do now? Or no, we're going to do what we're loving this week. Yes, 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 yes. You want to go what first? we're loving this week now? I got listen. I saw something that just blew my mind. Now you know I love essential oils, but you know those little bitty bottles can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, you look, you get those essential oils and you you look up and you spent two or three, four hundred dollars on, on essential like oils four or and five oils. You're like, oh <laughs> yeah, you got and especially don't even try to buy frankincense. Uh, everybody know frankincense. You can get a little small bottle of frankincense, especially the sacred one. It costs you ninety five dollars. Mm-hmm. So here is what happened to me. Me trolling the internet, I found a study and it said the five best places to buy essential oils. I was shocked. <laughs> because listen, I love doTERRA and Young Living. You'd both know those are essential oil companies. Uh, both of them are MLMs, multi level marketing companies, which means that they distribute their oils through. They are multi-level marketing networks. So when you're doing that, what happens is it costs more because they manufacture the oil and then they have to distribute the oil. doTERRA is extremely expensive to me because, I mean, up to 50% of the purchase goes to the pyramid of doTERRA advocates who make money off of it too. They have to make money as well. So, you know, they give you good education, but they are expensive. Young Living is another one. Love oh, Young, young living. living. Yeah, um, love Young Living. But they are also expensive because they are multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to mark them up like 400 to 600% mm-hmm. because they have those middle people in there. I mean, I love the education and, that you get. And don't because nobody want to be key, buying on MLM. A lot of people just... <laughs> Well, people don't know how to use, what they're banking on, Keela, is people don't know how to use the essential oils or which essential oils to use. So uh, that's what got them. But let me tell you what had happened. i tell you another one, though. Oh, I forgot about Melaleuca. They also have uh, essential oils. They just, uh, but they're, and they're cheaper. But again, they're MLM. You got to join those companies to get them. And they force you to buy a minimum amount every month, whether you want it or not. So here is what I found. I found a company and turns out they were number one. They are not an MLM and the quality of the essential oil is is spot on. It's called Revive. R-E-V-I-V-E essential oils. They are the number one. Favorite essential. Yes. They use their oils on the entire family. I mean, the quality, I mean, the quality is great. The, they have the science to back it up. In fact, the chemists that developed Refive used to work at Young Living and doTERRA. Okay. 
So they have mm. tested it, and uh, the essential oils are 100% pure, no fillers, okay? The prices are great. You can get, like, frankincense for $18. <laughs> frankincense be, can be, like, $40, Okay, uh, yeah. they have the Thieves Oil blend. They offer free shipping and return. So they have an and they anxiety have a little... blend that let they, me tell you something yeah. will knock your socks clean off. It's so powerful. You just need a bit. It's like a blend that they. Ugh, it calms you down instantly. Revive is a really good grandma. No ML, no MLM, and you can buy directly from their website. We don't make any money off of Revive. We're just mm-hmm. telling you that, you know, if you want to bypass um, the MLMs and get something cheaper, but just as good, I found that I found that essential oil, and I said, oh my God, there go my doTERRA and Young Living memberships. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, we're here to inform our public, right? So they can get good deals. All of this, this whole episode was about budget. So uh, Revive is a way to get essential oils on a budget. Yes. All right. So with that, we're going to wrap up. Uh, unless, Keila, you have anything else you want to say to the audience today? I I did. I did all that. I'm loving. I always love essential oils and Revive. You put me on to Revive and it's a really good one. Um, the only other budget tip that I would I would say that I'm loving this week um honestly is um the tips that we gave earlier in the in the episode those are things that I do consistently and y'all I stand by it and and I really encourage you all to take better care of yourselves free 99 by praying meditation breathing walking journaling um just doing all the things that are free walking in nature also buy plants that is the thing that I'm loving buying Plants can't, they're not expensive. You don't have to buy super $100 expensive um, big plants. You can buy small plants and take care of them. I think a lot of people are scared because they think that they can kill plants. But honestly, if you just read up on like one plant and buy it and just take care of that, you'll find that you can actually take care of plants. My plants are growing and thriving and they make me happy. Um, And that (laughs) is what I'm loving this week. Well, you know, plants are good too because they keep the air clean. So yes. if you have plants on the inside of your house, um, they actually, especially the cactus plant, a lot of people don't realize that. The cactus plant, if you have a new your bedside, it would actually keep your air clean. It removes the toxins out of the air. There, there, uh, there's yeah, a plant for everything. There's a plant for everything. And start with the plants that are harder to kill if you're scared um, <laughs> and, and take care of those. I have an aloe. It, it is almost impossible to kill an aloe plant. It is. Um, I have a snake plant and snake plants are good for releasing uh, melatonin. They're really good. If you have it in your bedroom, they're really good for... Um, causing uh, relaxation. Um, And it's hard to kill a snake plant. Why? Because they don't require a lot of watering. The only way to kill a snake plant is to overwater it. Um, So just research plants that are hard to kill and invest in those. Uh, They're not, my snake plant cost me all of 20 bucks um, and it is growing like a weed and I love it. And I'm telling you, my plants make me happy because it's just like, I'm taking care of something outside (laughs) of myself. I don't have any kids. (laughs) And that is what I'm loving this week. All right. That's cool. Uh, as always, you guys can go to, we're going to put, uh, the show notes, of course, at the bottom 
of our, uh, you can always go to wherever you listen to our podcast and find the show notes. But some of these things we're going to also start putting on our website. You know that this is sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. Yes. Uh, you can go to www.brownwomenwellness.com where you can find uh, a lot. You also can find our podcast there. Yes. And you can find the latest episodes with the show notes there. Uh, and that's how you can get all this information that we're talking about all the time on our podcast. Go to our website. Yes, right? brownwomenwellness.com, your one-stop shop for everything brown women related when it comes to health, wellness, and holistically taking care of yourself. We really do this for y'all because guess what? We love y'all because we love us. And remember, we're we're not doctors. We always want you guys to always follow your doctor's advice, uh, regardless, even when we talk about things like masks and stuff like that, you always follow your doctor's advice. We have to tell you that because that's yes. legal. <laughs> yes. Don't come trying to tell us we told you the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Remember we that. Tell you know, what works, but follow doctor's <laughs> orders also. All the time. So with that, we're going to sign off. What's our new sign off? One, two, three. Remember we said we we're going to say, here's, ready? <laughs> to here's to your health. We're not going to say it at the same time, Adretta. Why not? <laughs> Here you go. Here's That's your cool. help, guys. I'm not All right. I'm bye. Not <laughs> bye. <laughs>